Planning for your next trip? Elevate your travel style with Quince. Quince has all the jet-setting essentials you'll want for your next getaway, like European linen, premium luggage options, buttery soft Italian leather bags, and so much more. And it's all priced at 50% to 80% less than similar brands. Plus, Quince only works with factories that use safe and ethical manufacturing practices. Pack your bags with high-quality essentials you'll be wearing for vacations to come with Quince. Go to quince.com slash trip for free shipping and 365-day returns. I'm Sandra, and I'm just the professional your small business was looking for. But you didn't hire me because you didn't use LinkedIn Jobs. LinkedIn has professionals you can't find anywhere else, including those who aren't actively looking for a new job but might be open to the perfect role, like me. In a given month, over 70% of LinkedIn users don't visit other leading job sites. So if you're not looking on LinkedIn, you'll miss out on great candidates like Sandra. Start hiring professionals like a professional. Post your free job on linkedin.com slash achieve today. Hello, Matthew. Hi there. What is up? Nada. Chilling like a villain. I respect it. Cool. Anyway, what are we doing? Uh, we are doing the Gamers 2 podcast. For October 11th, I believe. Yes. Yes, it 2019. is. 2019. We're in October. Right? Yeah. We were in October last week, I think, as well. Yeah, we were, but I mean... It's just it, real. It's real now. It's There's been a lot of... Well, not, I don't necessarily know a lot of things, but there have been quite a few things that have happened in the last week with me where I've just been like, we're in October? Yeah. It, it's yeah. the... Where the hell did that damn year go? Where did it go indeed? I know, right? It's been a, almost a year. Oh, my God. Time goes by Wait, since, so since fast. What? It's been almost a year since what? Technically, it's always almost I don't know. A year. I just remember people complaining about 2018. You know, like, oh, I can't wait for 2019. 2018 was terrible. And now I'm, we're, yeah, we're like... happens hey, every year. We're in October. <laughs> we were, in, we're in October now. And, everyone, and like this year, it's been like, hold my beer, 2018. Like, you know. Oh, for I, for the world I, as a whole. I see your stakes 2018. I call and raise. Exactly. Your move 2020. Mm. Oh, that's a terrible trend to start. <sighs> Bring it on. End of the world. End of the... I can only wish so hey, hard. You might not be wishing too much longer. We'll all be underwater. All I know is that if all the ice melts... I'm going to have some lovely beachfront property. That's true. I'll be doing real good. Mm-hmm. I'm in a valley. <laughs> no, you'll be all right. You'll be beachfront too, I think. Yeah, it'll be this way, though. I looked at like a thing once, and it's, this could be totally fabricated, okay? I just want to put this out there. All right. But, you know, it was like one of those, like, this is what the world would look like if all the water, yeah, you know, all the ice melted or whatever. Melted, yeah. And it was like we would be beachfront, essentially. We'd be oceanfront, I should say. That's that's still beachfront. Yeah. So, fuck all you downstate motherfuckers. Hey, my property value would go up. Yeah, exactly. I mean, it wouldn't be anybody left to buy the house, but that's okay. Or for, for me to move, mm-hmm. <laughs> neither one of those would exist. But hey, you know, mm. beachfront. Positive thoughts. Think positive thoughts. Speaking of positive thoughts. What have you been doing the last seven days? It's funny that we were earlier talking about music that, you know, like older music. We went, I'm we, going went, through, we went back to 2004. Yeah. 
I mean, we're talk. Let's talk about some old music. Fifteen yes. years ago, <laughs> take that big jazz bands and sing, 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 and other songs that I can think of from that time. All right, calm dude, down dude, over dude, there. I, I, honestly, now well, that we've started kind of like going through this, I'm like, I go for some sing, sing, sing. Just nothing but like really loud big band percussion mm-hmm. mixed in with some sweet trumpet and sax. Oh yeah, my my mom and myself when we would be driving going somewhere, we were always listening to big band. It's the same thing. It goes back to not that this is going to get completely away away from it. You can't you can't bring it back. <laughs> but now. it's the same thing when we go back to talking about like listening to the Phantom, yeah. Phantom of the Opera. And I'm like every now and then I'm just like, "Yep. Give me a good Christine." Mhm. All day. Obviously yep. also a good Phantom. But I usually have more problem with Christine than I do certain Phantoms. Some have some have like heavy accents that come through, and they're saying, yeah. and I'm just like, yeah, yeah, we don't need that. Not today. Um, anyway. I'm trying to remember who, what CD I have of the Phantom on my on my in my catalog. I just YouTube, and I can't remember who it is, but it's I don't know. It doesn't matter. Um, what would have been doing this week? Nicole uh, uh, Scherzinger is the one that I usually default to. I couldn't even tell you. I just know the... the there's, well, there's a video of her and four phantoms that Andrew Lloyd Webber introduces during, oh, during yeah, like yeah. an anniversary show mm-hmm. or something. Mm-hmm. And I will always just go to that video if I yeah. just want to like listen He's to He's in there. The, the one that I, I always listen to. like His CD, like that's yeah. the one I'm, I'm most used to. And I can't remember what the hell's name is. I, I don't um, know. Fuck, what was I going to say? What have I been doing this week? Oh, yeah. I've been playing Knights of the Old Republic 2. Yeah, you have. The Sith Lords. I have been seeing you on. Yeah, there's some hours that have been spent. I mean, I installed you the first night, but... Um, it's true. I have been meaning, since its release, the restoration pack, the restoration content. You're familiar with it, I'm sure. Oh, yes, yes. The the completed game 17 years later. I'm, I'm aware. Exactly. Since it came out like four or five years ago. I've the been... first No Man's Sky, some would say. <laughs> <laughs> Um, it's Uh, been on my... I I apologize. (laughs) Not for that. For something room-related. Yeah, there you go. It's uh, it's been on my to-do list. Fans over there. (laughs) And I was like, ah, you know, I'm going to get into this. I'm going to see what what the deal is with this. Um, I tried to play it a year or two ago, and it didn't really do anything for me. So I was like, ah, I'll give it another shot. See, that's the thing. You had to get soured on every other Star Wars property first. That's probably it, to be honest with you. <laughs> a large portion of it is it's been updated in such a way that it's way it's it's a better experience on modern computers. It's it's nicer to a player. Yeah. Like I loaded it up the first time, like a year and a half, maybe two years ago now, and it didn't have widescreen support. You know, it was it was, was rough. It one of the sweet four by three ratio. Yeah, it was rough. <sighs> So, I took care of all that, and they they have some. The community has some like go to high res uh, mods. So I installed, you know, the generic, all the generic high res Skyrim mods. problems. Yep. Did the restoration and, well, and pack? Minecraft problems. <laughs> Did the widescreen fixes, and now it's like, it's like a a very passable game. Like it's interesting because it, it looks like it cleaned it up in such a way. It's like this is like totally playable in 2019 like i can do this so 
Yeah, I've been playing through that, and I'm just now starting to get into and see some of the the restored content, which is kind of crazy because I've put a, I've played a lot of it. A lot of it's a pause time too because I tend to pause it and walk away, but it's cool. Uh, so I've been playing that. I've um, never done that with any games. All your games. I feel like that's like Black Desert. Yeah, except there is no pausing that feet or You'll FM. It just kind no of pausing. plays itself. Wow, no pausing. Um. Yeah, still doing the weekly baseball anime. It's fantastic. Uh, I started rewatching Run with the Wind because it's a fantastic anime. And is that a horror? Okay, never mind. Horror? <laughs> is no. that horror? No, 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 no. Horror anime? For some reason, I thought it was a horse thing. A horse thing. No, it's uh, running. Or is, just that like, the, is that the new Spirit movie? Maybe you're thinking of that. That's Spirit's definitely a horse thing. Spirit, well, Spirit, the, there's the animated one called Spirit or whatever, but there's, mm-hmm. I think, a new one coming out. Uh, and I, th- I thought its subtitle has something to do with running. Shocking, right? In a horse movie. Mm-hmm. But did you least... ever? Did you ever go see the Joker? No, I haven't either. Okay. So do you want to watch baseball and the Joker tomorrow? <laughs> <laughs> yeah, maybe. Um, hey, man, do you want to? You want a Joker in baseball? Maybe we can no. get some drinks at the same no, time. Actually, I work tomorrow. I have Sunday off though, which is why I was like, "Oh, what are you doing for the game?" Because you know. Anyways, I digress. Um. Yeah, so that's what I've been doing. That's about it. That's Kodor, uh, um, a little anime, and uh, watching YouTube, doing the Reddits. Um, Dangerous place, that then, there, Reddits. That's it. Boring life. How about you? Slightly more interesting. As per tradition. <laughs> As the cards dictate, uh, I played a little bit of MLB today. MLB, a little bit of the show. Just a little bit. Just just enough to know, like... Just the taste. Yeah. You know. Hey, you want to try some of this cocaine? Just rub it on your gums real quick. You want to buy a bag? Cocaine. Uh, I do cocaine. So there was that. Uh, but that, that's just like like an hour or so, just mm-hmm. while I was waiting for you, because it's the easy thing I can just stop doing. And yeah. I finished Borderlands 3. I should say I've beat the main campaign in Borderlands 3. I have a little bit it more is like, off the main plate, right onto the side dish. It is now. It is now reached. Uh, it's been dis- moved to the back burner. Yes. So now I've turned off. I always keep my back burners off. I cook on a front burner. Do you? Is it simmering on the back burner? Or is it off on the back burner? It, the pot's still hot, but I haven't had to turn off. I haven't had to turn on the heat yet to keep it going. Okay, that makes sense. Yes. All right. <laughs> Cooking right, <laughs> but. I uh, in doing that, I really enjoyed the game. Yes. Now, there are some things to be said about the writing. Are you referencing girlfriend review and everybody else? Okay. See that hers her review is the only one that I watched. Obviously, everybody else screamed writing sucks. Okay. All right. Uh, and that a uh, mixed with writing sucks and mixed with uh. The well, I guess mostly the majority is just writing sucks. Here's my thing: for most people that just for some reason fucking forget, I think you've all grown up. Everybody that played Borderlands one and two, which I don't remember being so much different than three. So, your theory here is the game has stayed the same. This type, the story, the type of story. Has stayed roughly the same. The audience has aged. 
slash matured. That's part of the theory. Okay. Part of the theory is that definitely is the problem. Okay. Is that now that the audience has matured, a lot of the lowbrow comedy doesn't hit the same. Mm -hmm. But a lot of it is still exactly what Borderlands has been. Dumb, terrible, annoying jokes. And I think also a lot of people that played 3 didn't play pre-sequel where this was extremely extravagant or extremely a problem. Mm -hmm. But then again, we all just pretend pre-sequel didn't happen because it wasn't made by the same people and yada yada. So we get to 3. I think 3's writing in the main campaign is not good. That being said, I don't think it's abysmally terrible. There's a lot of like really weird and like kind of janky stuff in the like the main the way the main campaign moves you along the storyline like yeah. And they do a thing with a character um Ava who's just this annoying kid. But I've already dealt with one annoying kid in God of War and at least it made sense why they were an annoying kid, not just teeny angst i haven't wanted to shoot a main character that long a while i just wanted to turn around and just i don't care i don't need you shut up but you know games don't usually let you kill kids so (laughs) that was a thing uh so she was really annoying and then there were a lot of like yes the villains are annoying because for some reason people are calling out like youtube culture it's youtube and streamer culture it's truly streamer culture and it's also it's the hello fellow kids meme. It is that, but it's also them. I think slightly making a commentary on the streamer, like yeah, I kind of thought it was meant to be satire. I think it is slight satire in the sense that they reference numerous times how like they have followers that they can just tell to go kill somebody or chop their leg off and they'll do it. Yeah, and I'm like, that's not that far out of the realm of the way some of these streams are mm-hmm. like. The people that have these cult followings are like, mm-hmm. yeah, everybody chop your left leg off. And they would just be like, woo, whack. I kind of, um, I feel, I feel you on this. It's like an extremist I'm, satire that I just think missed some people. Yeah. Like the culture has shifted a bit almost. And I can't, I wonder sometimes like if GTA five were to release now, if it would have been received as well, or if people would have like flipped on it and been like, this is disrespectful to society or whatever. You know what I mean? Like, yeah, like it's the whole, I, I don't know, like the the weed stuff and getting high and seeing aliens. Mm-hmm. That Does that play the same as it does today? Because like that's still hysterical to me. Yeah. But I'm not the one running around screaming, people actually need that for medicinal purposes. Like I don't, yeah. I don't get up in arms about that. So I don't I, I don't know. It's, it's a weird. That being said, I think Troy is annoying. And I was so happy to kill him. He's one. He's the brother because mm. he just never did anything. Like his character development is, I think, bad. Yeah, it's just like, uh, okay, he does one thing at one point, huh, whatever. Who gives a shit? And then uh, Tyrene, the sister, is much more charismatic and has like some clearly like bad moments and bad writing, but is actually. Isn't the problem is everybody's probably comparing her to like Handsome Jack and the other like yeah. pinnacle villains, but she does a pretty good job of being a villain on her own. Albeit, if you just stripped out some of the streamer stuff, like if if they cut back a little bit on it, so it wasn't so crazy, mm-hmm. she I think would be fine. Yeah, but there's just some really weird things where I'm like, eh. side missions, great. I don't think there's any problem with some of the, with any of the side mission writing. That I've experienced. 
but definitely the main campaign. There's times where I'm just like, what the fuck are we doing? So overall, I th- I'm on record now, and with I will put Dewey on record. I think he would agree with me. Uh, this is the best one they've ever done. Overall, yeah, yeah, okay, sounds good. Sue me, I'm you can't, fucking right. Well, I mean, here's the deal: if, one, it's opinion, but two, I'm right. If everything is significantly better, and the writing is the only thing that's taken a dive, then you know you can't. You can't. There's to create a perfect game is nigh impossible. And does somebody really want to tell me that the writing took that big of a dive over some other stuff? No, but it's the Hello Fellow Kids culture where it's like, oh, you guys You're are trying just, to. You hard. guys are just are memeing so hard and fart jokes aren't funny. And I'm like, do you? There's like fart jokes in Link's Awakening. Like, I don't understand. <laughs> Whatever. That's my take. Still playing WoW. How's progress? Almost 53. Noise. Uh, I, I think Todd the, uh, is 53 because he's now ahead of me a little bit. But I got a couple bars and I'll be 53. How's how's the progression? The um, What's the word I'm looking for here? The curve. The experience uh, curve. I think the curve we're kind of doing better on now. I definitely think that 49 to 51 was a slog. Mm-hmm. But now that we're out of it, we seem to be moving pretty good. Mm. Or I'm just delusional. It's one of the two. Maybe. I mean, that's not a bad delusion to have when it comes to that. Wow. Yeah. If I don't realize that all of a sudden I gained three levels, I'm fine with it. Um, so there's that. Playing the FIFAs. You know, just dabbling. Mm-hmm. Dibble dabble. Doug Dimmadome. Doug Dimmadabble. <laughs> Owner of the Dimsdale Dimmadabble. Uh, yes, yeah, so there's that. I don't even think there's anything else I really want to. Have I missed anything? I don't know. Watching anything? Reading anything? Oh, I was just thinking about games. Oh. Um, no, I'm not reading anything. I haven't had. I've, I'm now up to three nights of volleyball. Or at, oh, least, yeah. or at least one guaranteed night, and then the other two are kind of whatever, because one's my competitive, and the other two are just pick up rec stuff, so it doesn't really matter. What uh, What's coming up for games? Upcoming for games, I have a decent break of things I'm like, okay worried about there's nothing in the rest of this month yeah uh and then i have until the mid of november for pokemon uh i'll probably play the division update when it comes out next week week was that chapter two yeah whatever it is chapter two i'll probably play through that um and then there's just some other games that are getting updates that i'll probably just hop in and there's a Halloween thing, I think, for Borderlands coming and stuff like that. Where There's it's like, like nothing. It's so weird. There's like nothing really interesting this year. Well, there is and there isn't. So I'll I'll spit some stuff out. But like there's things I do want to play. I want to play Untitled Goose Game. Yeah. I still need to finish Fire Emblem. Like there's there's other things I have to do, but they're not they're not on the front burner. You know, yeah. WoW's on the front burner. And I can only fit one thing on the front burner at a time. Well, even though I'm trying, trying to some, fucking fit WoW on listen, the front some, burner. Listen, sometimes I try to fit like 18 things on the front burner. But my front burner is only like a square foot. So what am I going to do? You know, I only got so much room. The only thing that was on my front burner that I was interested in was Ghost Recon. That being said, so still interested in that. It kind uh, of got hosed. Well, there's also that. <laughs> uh, but still, that's one of ours where you had talked about potentially pushing that into the yeah. into February slash January time frame. So I've obviously held off to doing that. 
Uh, oh, um, Need for Speed's coming out in November, but that's still November, and that'll be an origin thing. Mm-hmm. Uh, Star Wars November origin thing. Like, there's yeah, there's there's stuff. there's stuff I'm I'm looking at, but nothing that I'm like, woo! Until Pokemon, where I go, woo! And I become Ric Flair, but Nature Boy, Nature Boy Ric Flair. Sorry if I uh, hurt your ears. Um, yeah, that's really. That's it, game-wise. I mean... Oh, and I mean Destiny. Even though I probably won't do Shadowkeep, I still do want to get in with, like, you and Tyler and Dewey or one of the two of those and <laughs> and just kind of, like... I forgot, forgot about Destiny. I just kind of, like, run around and, yeah. and see what we're missing until we hit Shadowkeep stuff and then go, cool, I'm not giving money. Yeah. Not yet. At some point when I don't... When I'm like, well, what am I going to play? Yeah, and if I ever reach the "what am I going to play" line, I should just slap myself in the face because I'll have a bunch of stuff I know I'm forgetting. The problem with Destiny, ah, we can talk about it later when I talk about it on the podcast. Yeah, so that's that. Um, reading nothing. I already said that. Watching my boys moving on to the ALCS. <laughs> I've been watching me some baseball, some football, basketballs in preseason. I should be watching some hockey, but I'm not. But let's get to the baseball because my boys are moving on. They swept the Twins, and we start game one tomorrow night against the Astros. I hope they keep that that momentum going. I hope they keep that momentum going, too. I hope they shit all over those Astros. But I don't foresee a shitting on. How'd the Astros do? Uh, game five. Oh, so they had to go. They won five games. They won five games. Uh they, I think, are still technically the favorites coming out of the American League. I think they're favorited in this They've series. They've good pitchers? Yeah. Oh, that's going to be a... Yeah, it's going to be interesting. It should be a great series. Last year, it went all seven games with the home team winning each of its games. Mm-hmm. But, hey, it's a new year. I'm hoping. Could be a fun game, then. If they have a good if they have good pitchers... It, oh, it's, it should be a fun series. It'll be it'll be interesting. Yeah. It'll be a good time. There'll be moments. I feel like this will be like ones where there's moments and that, yeah, that change I'm, the dynamic. It could be games. nothing until the eighth inning, and then all of a sudden it's like three nothing off of a reliever's yeah. home run, and you're or like, or it could be, t- might be ten runs in the first inning. Yeah, or it could be twenty to fifteen. <laughs> you never know. It, everything's possible. Somebody just starts screwing up, but that starts tomorrow night. So that is uh, officially where my my eyeballs will be. I'll be locked in like a laser. Pew pew. That's really it. Watching the footballs, you know, fantasy football, all that stuff. Blah, yuck. Listen, understandable. I understand. <laughs> yeah, that's basically been the the train. Chew. Chew. Now, Matt, I know you mentioned things that, you know, there's not many games. Oh, you know, what am I going to do? There's kind of a kind of a tiring time, Nate. I don't know why. Jesus. I don't know why I gave I, you. I, guess, I, don't know why I, I guess gave that's you. what I sound like now. <laughs> oh, oh, boy. <laughs> fucking goofy over here. Is that goofy? <clears throat> kind of. Garsh. And, uh, I don't know. The, oh, oh boy. <laughs> oh, boy. Garsh. <laughs> I, I don't think it's goofy, but, uh, you know, you know what I sound like better than I do. But Matt, I got nothing. Speaking of all the games. Tell me the goddamn new releases. Thank you. Number one, we get Call of Cthulhu for the Switch. Indivisible for the PlayStation, Xbox, and PC. John Wick Hex 
for the PC, Northgard for PlayStation, Xbox, and Switch, Trine 4 for PlayStation, Xbox, PC, and Switch. Remember Trine? You played any Trine? I never played any Trine. You never played any Trine? Interesting. That definitely seems like it would have been a game you tried to sell me at a campfire one night. Uh, Worse than... (laughs) Never going to let that go. Maybe Uh, that's what we should fucking play. Oh, God. I don't even know what to do in God mode. Then That's the only one I can... You literally... It's a shooter. You run around and like... It's like Borderlands almost. You just run around and kill a bunch of waves. But the best part is that's literally the only thing I can pin on you. I don't remember the other games. I only remember that That was the only one. I don't think there was any other ones. I definitely think there were three. I don't, dude. You're fucking crazy. I think it was three. Between, I wouldn't three really between you and Joe. Yeah, three. All right, we'll come back to this. We'll revisit this situation. <laughs> We're going to the Steam Library. Uh, worse than death. we'd have to go to mine because yours is like fucking four hundred games. All right, listen. Mine has like eighty something. Oh, Nate's got a problem with game. I, yeah, I do. All right. Don't put me on the episode of Hoarders for that. Number six, worse than death. For PlayStation and Switch. Number seven, Ukulele and the Impossible Layer. For PlayStation, Xbox, PC, and Switch. Pine comes to PC. Grid comes to PC, PlayStation, and Xbox. The Bradwell Conspiracy comes to PlayStation and Switch. Killer Queen Black is now on PC and Switch. And Twin Cop goes to Xbox. Cool, cool. Is there a warning about what I want to choose? Um, I don't think so. I mean, they're all kind of... I'll take number one. Though. All right. Steam. Sorry. Let's get into the headlines, Matt, with the number one. <laughs> Jesus Christ. I wish I had like an, I, I wish I had a true announcer voice. No, you should just don't. get your fucking doobie dab, 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 doob <laughs> box there. And then pre-record little... No, I should just I should just pre-record um like the tones. Do 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 do. Yeah, and then you just hit the button and <laughs> or we just do that. And we go into the headlines. <laughs> Steam is preparing to launch a new remote play together feature which that will let you play local multiplayer games over the internet with friends as though they were in the same room isn't this a weird story yep okay valve announced <laughs> hey do you guys want half-life 3 what if you played in the game in the same room in the internet Fucking what? what if we gave you multiplayer what if we gave you couch co-op Oh my god! Hold on, I got I got to retract now. Oh well, you play local multiplayer games over the internet with friends as though they were in the same room. Valve announced the new functionality to developers via the Steamworks website before PC Gamer reported its existence publicly. The new feature is planned for release in beta in the week of October twenty first. Remote play together has the potential to open local multiplayer games up to a much wider audience by making them playable to anyone who doesn't have people they can play with nearby. Uh. Hello, fellow kids. Have you ever heard of online multiplayer? This is a weird one. I don't understand. It took me... I had to. I, I had to look at this one. More than probably any of the other things we're going to talk about. Because I was like, what do you mean? (laughs) Oh, boy. According to Valve's 
Alden Kroll, who confirmed the existence of the new feature on Twitter. New feature? It's fucking online multiplayer. Uh, new feature on Twitter. Remote play together works by streaming a host screen to a second player. It then captures the second player's input and sends it back to the game running on the host's machine. This isn't the first time we've seen a company attempt such a feature. <laughs> NVIDIA previously offered a co-op feature with a game streaming service called the GameStream Co-op, and Sony allows similar functionality through the PS4's share play service. Okay, so my understanding of this feature is that I'm gonna lose my mind. You can play a game that only has local multiplayer over the internet. So a game that doesn't support online multiplayer. That's that's what I understand it Which as is too. So niche. Right. It's extremely niche. And I want to know how many developers <laughs> on Steamworks went, Oh thank God. <laughs> Not to mention it won't work well for every everything because it's the latency there. Yeah, there's still latency. So if you're, you're streaming it, if you're they out here trying to, to if you're trying to play local overcooked which you don't have to play local overcooked. It has an online multiplayer component. <laughs> I'm aware of the premise I'm making. Don't worry about it. Like all if, the games. Yeah, yeah. Like all, like the majority of things. But if you were doing overcooked, right? And you got to put those fucking vegetables in that thing. And you got to put that pot on the plate. And then you got to put that plate in the window. Because you only have so much time before man who wanted tomato and lettuce salad leaves your restaurant. You might be wrong. You might be out of it. And when you have to hit B to dash, what tells you that on your side you don't dash off the side of the stage because it's two moving cars and that makes a lot of sense? What tells you that, Matt? Uh, I don't see this feature being very I, successful. I do also like the just the one line of um, – let me, let me get the exact line here. Uh, by making them playable to anyone who doesn't have people they can play with nearby – by making them playable to people with no friends. <laughs> uh, except that's not what it means because Matt and I don't live nearby and that's how we do things. Yeah, but... The, we, I just, we, just play game, we just play games online. I'm yeah. not going to stream the game from here and be like, dude, hey. The only time I'm going to do that is like, hey, you want to play Tomb Raider co-op? There's no co-op mode. You just take over the controller. I don't know. It makes no sense. Anyways. I'm trying to think of a game that I that I can think of right now without looking one up that's local co-op only that this would affect. I don't know. I, the only thing I think of is like the the, you know, the indie games. Like uh, I don't know. It's like does Nidhog have online? Yeah, I'm pretty sure it does. Um, Nidhog too is a whole weirder discussion. Yeah, like all those games have online, so it's yeah. like what do you, what do you need this? There's got to there's got to be a game that I just I'm not thinking about. I don't know. Well, if you guys have any ideas, let us know. Let me know in the comment section below or on Facebook and Twitter. Doing your mom, doing, doing your mom. Sorry. That's enough of the Ray William Johnson impression. <laughs> Number two, Call of Duty Mobile. Which, if you've never seen Sark's impression of him, I won't do it, but it's pretty good. Okay. What up, forum? <laughs> uh, Call of Duty Mobile has racked up more downloads than any other mobile game in history, according to the analytics firm Sensor Tower. I call bullshit, but continue. Okay. The game has reportedly achieved over 100 million downloads since going live at the beginning of this month. Sensor Tower says that iOS made up 57.7, of Call of Duty Mobile's downloads and 53% of the total 17.7 million dollars in revenue from in-app purchases. 
The U.S. accounted for 16.9% of downloads and 43.1% of spending. Impressive figures considering the game still hasn't launched in China. See, I think this was somewhat of a misprint. Because I can't imagine it being the most downloads of any game ever. Right. Mobile games. I think they meant like in a, its first week or something like that. I think there was That's, like a caveat there. That has to be my thought because 110% bullshit. Yeah. I mean... there's If they wanted to really play the system the way most games do or any people do when they're doing this reporting, there's games that come installed on phones. Yeah. You're going to tell me there's not 100 million phones in the universe? It definitely, Bullshit. like, it has more downloads than its direct competitors, which yes. would be, like, PUBG, mobile, It's and, better than both of them. And what whatever the other one you want to call is. I think it has more than Fortnite, too, on mobile. Fortnite still isn't available everywhere, though. That's true. It's region locked or whatever. Well, not not even just region locked, but, like, model-wise. Yeah. I, don't know, I don't know if that's 100% true, but I'm pretty sure it still is. So, yeah, that's, I mean, it's still impressive, but it's, you know, a little grain of salt there. I'm still good at the game so far. Yeah, you still playing it? Yeah, I hop in for a match every couple of days or so. Interesting. I've, uh, I've only still been playing the Team Death. I don't, I don't care to play the Battle Royale on that. Okay. Just because I don't, I don't care for, like, Battle Royales like that. If I'm going to, if I'm going to do a Battle Royale, I'm going to do it on PC. Um, and plus, I'm still 1 0 on mobile Battle Royales. So. <laughs> You sticking to that? I'm sticking to it. 100% win ratio. 100% win ratio and 100% domination because I dominated that PUBG mobile game. Me and me and the only other remaining teammate out of my quad team killed combined. We killed I think half the map, or just under half the map, like 40 some odd. So weird. So weird. It's well. It's the same thing that happens in Call of Duty during team deathmatch. I'm just running around, and I like go to shoot somebody, and there might be somebody that's just standing there, and they're yeah. like, "I don't know what to do." You're looking at me, and I'm just like, "What are maybe you it's doing?" Like latency issues or something. I I don't know. Maybe like, because like they're the same rank as me, so they've at least played that much. But I'm like, "How did you get this far? You're not even moving. Like you made it three feet and then stopped and." Your character doesn't know what, like, what he's doing. What if it's all a lie and like they it's are just, just robots. yeah, like they are showing these like everyone's in their own instance and they're just like pretending to it's the good old the good old bot problem. Yeah. Well, we're just going to populate you with robots that and like uh, think people, people keep playing it because they're successful, so they're like paying money to like you know do the in-app purchases. Yeah. Which I'm not going to do that. I don't know. That's just crazy to me. But number three. Sony has announced version 7.0 of the PlayStation 4's system software, which centers around updates to remote play and party functionality. The update will be available this week. It's currently installed on my PS4. Same. Remote play will now let you stream games from your console to any Android device running version 5.0 or above. 5.0, really? Yeah, right? It's crazy. I'm on 10 now. This has actually been a feature. Well, don't fucking don't you fucking give me flex the... Way to on us. Yeah. Oh, look at that. Five over here and five over here. Put my biceps together. I got ten. This has actually been <laughs> This has actually been a feature on certain Android phones since twenty fourteen, but only ones made by Sony. Oh, the good old Xperia phones? Yeah. Now there'll just be a remote play app in the Play Store for anyone to download. Sony added iOS compatibility earlier this year, so the expansion of Android support always seemed likely. Nate is now excited to play Red Dead while laying in bed. 
That's what I was thinking. Like I until I did this article, I totally forgot that that was a thing, and I was like, I could be playing my PS4 in bed, and it would cause it would solve so many problems and cause so many other ones. No, it'd solve them because then Samantha would be like, I want to cuddle, and I'd be like, I want to play games, and you know, not good. <laughs> you just you just punch her. <laughs> she gets knocked out, and you're like, you're cuddling now, and just set her lifeless body there, and just keep playing the game. Uh. Uh. She'd kill me. Um, <laughs> yeah, yeah, she would. But no, hey, so I, but now, I also can picture that just going terribly where you're like, I want to cuddle. I want to play games. And then you're both just in bed and there's just this bright ass light as she's like cuddling. And you're like, God damn, a horse just won't go to the fucking right. <laughs> uh, it's With possible. your fake thumbsticks because you can't get the stick on ones to actually. No, you do sync your PS4 controller to your device. Bluetooth, bro. I am hearing things I like. <laughs> what if? Now, hear me out. This would be crazy. Okay. What if? So you do all this, right? And then you yes. screen share your phone to your uh, your bedroom TV. Oh, my God. So you're just using it as a pass-through. <laughs> I'm going to do that. I'm going to test it. Because you know I, I know you can't Chromecast it. I would assume you can't Chromecast it because it's... That would be really weird. But this is what I wanted out of PlayStation TV before they canned the whole thing. But there usually is a way to share screen with TV, which is just captures your entire screen, not yeah, just the just app. It just throws it over there. And so just as long as your phone's turned and orientated the right way, it will just display like it would on the screen. And yeah. boom. I wonder if it works on Android TV. Maybe. So you could like get an Android TV device and just do it that way. We have things to test, Matthew. Yeah. Anyway, I was thinking of other things too. Like, did you do you remember that you can now stream your PS4 to your PC? Like, I totally forgot that was a thing. So here, I, oh, I fucking completely forgot. Honestly, I was gonna say here's the thing. I do remember that. No, I don't. I completely <laughs> honestly really forgot that. But uh, like, it's it's a weird. That's actually oh, that. That's dangerous. I forgot that you told me that because I have two screens. Yeah, you could. And you you know I'm going to start playing the show on this screen, and Todd's going to get pissed at me playing WoW on the other screen. Yeah, and you could leave your PlayStation downstairs while you're doing it. Yeah, and he's going to be like, "Hey, can you uh move over here?" He'd be like, "I got to get this out, man. It's World <laughs> Series. I got to go." <laughs> and then I just you know, all right, yeah. So I got to kill like three more things because we got to get the drops. Boom! Home run! Woo! <laughs> <laughs> Just be like, what is happening? Uh, you could have like a command center up here at some point, and that goes back to the other conversation we need to have after this. Yeah, battle stations with battle station being fixed because this needs to go away. Yes, and this needs to get fixed, and this needs more LED, more RGB. Give me the light. Speaking of Sony, (laughs) Sony's next gen console will be called the PlayStation 5. Holy shit. These guys are so unbelievably innovative. Can you imagine if they had called it? (laughs) Sony Interactive Entertainment President and CEO Jim Ryan confirmed in a blog post this week. Additionally, it it was given a holiday 2020 release window. While neither of these pieces of information may be terribly surprising, as Nate pointed out, they are both technically new. Uh, In a Wired article accompanying the, the announcement... PS5 system architect Mark Cerny revealed a few more details, starting by specifying that the PS5 will have GPU hardware ray tracing acceleration. That's a mouthful for you nerds. Uh, settling, <laughs> settling. You concern- fucking nerds. <laughs> Although, yeah, I'm walking here. 
Pick it up, nerd. Settling concerns he received after the April unveiling. Uh, as for new features, Sony confirmed that the PS5 will use 100 gigabyte optical discs and also serve as a 4K Blu-ray player. Uh, Cerny also showed it wired a new USB-C powered controller with adaptive triggers. So that- can we talk about that real quick? Yeah. I'm pumped we're going to USB-C for everything. Because of the uh, the other stuff you're also about to read, mm-hmm. but god damn it, how many fucking micro USB cables and shit? And I know, right? That's why I've started the move. I've I've begun the process. Phone has changed. I'm just glad Docking that stations cords. I'm glad that the USB C cables came down in price very quickly. Yeah. Anyway, uh, sorry. No, adaptive can adaptive triggers or whatever the hell you said. Yeah. Uh, that c- developers can adjust the resistance on. That's not the only adjustment to the controller's haptic feedback, as Sony is reportedly scrapping the existing rumble motors in favor of voice coil actuators in each grip. Uh, Wired's writer described the effect of the new feedback mechanism, saying, quote, I ran a character through a platform level featuring a number of different surfaces, all of which gave distinct and surprisingly immersive tactile experiences. Sand felt slow and sloggy. Mud felt slow. Okay. All right, bro. That's definitely distinct. Sand felt slow and and sloggy. Mug, mud felt slow and sloggy. What is this? The game spin tires? On ice, a high-frequency response made the thumbsticks really feel like my character was gliding. Um, jumping into a pool, I got a sense of the resistance of the water on a wooden bridge, a bouncy sensation, end quote. So they didn't... So Wait, hold on. Did they just do like their own? How many ice cubes are in this? Two, huh? What if? I think there's actually three. Holy shit! The, what they didn't really go into detail on there was the um, uh, the resistance thing. Like you, they're going to be able to increase the resistance on the triggers. So they like they use the example of uh, pulling back a bowstring, which I find is interesting. Um. I don't know. I think that's the resistance thing's cool. The haptic feedback, uh, voice actuator, coil, whatever the fuck they call them. I'm like, what? What? Okay, cool. I guess. No touchscreen. It sounds like no touchpad. Whatever the fuck we're calling. Thank it. God. I I love that they're still continuing with the speakers in the controller though. Yeah. Hi. They're <laughs> they're doubling down. I love that they're doubling down. They added in multiple speakers. There's two, I believe. <laughs> yeah. And they're of a higher quality. My favorite part, yeah. Not only did they double down, but I just want them to come out during the Mark Cerny press conference that is going to happen and go, and we have now given you the ability to have Dolby 7.1 surround sound inside your controller. So the way we expect you to all play is with your fucking hands (laughs) glued right next to your face to really get that surround sound. You don't need a headset. You're just going to hold the control right next to your ears. You can't see the screen. Don't worry about it. <laughs> Surround sound. It's all about the sound. Just listen to my voice as I explain all of these things in a brand new SSD that we put in the system. NAC 3. <laughs> yeah. <laughs> and then he just ends it by, by Mark Cerny screaming, NAC 3, bitches! <laughs> uh what if Dunky would be so proud? I was going to say, what if they brought Dunky out to announce next? <laughs> Even on a budget, quality is non-negotiable. 
That's why Quince is the place to score high-end essentials at 50% to 80% less than similar brands. Get your hands on buttery soft cashmere sweaters from just 60 bucks, Italian leather jackets, and so much more. And the best part about Quince? They exclusively partner with factories committed to safe, ethical, and responsible manufacturing. Elevate your style without the elevated price tag with Quince. Go to quince.com slash upgrade for free shipping and 365-day returns. There's never been a faster or easier way to start your weight loss journey than with PlushCare. PlushCare accepts most insurance plans and gives you online access to board-certified physicians who can prescribe FDA-approved weight loss medications like Wigovi and ZepBound for those who qualify. Take charge of your health and speak with a board-certified physician about a weight loss plan that's right for you. Get started today at plushcare.com slash weight loss. That's plushcare.com slash weight loss. plushcare.com slash weight loss. Ever catch yourself eating the same flavorless dinner three days in a row? Dreaming of something better? Well, HelloFresh is your guilt-free dream come true, baby. It's me, Kiki Palmer. Let's wake up those taste buds with hot, juicy pecan-crusted chicken or garlic butter shrimp scampi. Mm. Hello Fresh. Stop dreaming of all the delicious possibilities and dig in at HelloFresh.com. Let's get this dinner party started. Hi, I'm Daniel, founder of Pretty Litter. Cats and cat owners deserve better than any old-fashioned litter. That's why I teamed up with scientists and veterinarians to create Pretty Litter. Its innovative crystal formula has superior odor control and weighs up to 80% less than clay litter. Pretty Litter even monitors health by changing colors to help detect early signs of potential illness. It's the world's smartest kitty litter. Go to prettylitter.com and use code ACAST for 20% off your first order and a free cat toy. Terms and conditions apply. See site for details. Yo, you guys. <laughs> <laughs> that'd be great. Honestly, that'd be just a good, a good nod. Uh, but I don't think Donkey uh, supports cloud gaming. <laughs> Boom, Jack Ryan joke. I don't really know Donkey's stance on cloud gaming. Don't quote me. That's all I'm saying. Dude, you know what we haven't watched in a while? We haven't watched one of Donkey's reviews. I don't even know if he's still making videos or not. I don't know either, and I'm going to find out as uh, I right after I read the story, unless you're about to tell me first. Uh, you read no, it. All right, perfect. Speaking of Sony for the third time in a row, uh, number five, Sony has laid off. You guys want to hear a lot of good stuff about Sony? New PlayStation 5. By the way, they fucking laid off employees. Uh, Sony has laid off dozens of staff within PlayStation Europe, according to a recent report from VGC. The layoffs within Sony Interactive Entertainment Europe. Sorry, hold on. I forget Sony has 18 names for themselves. Donkey released a video seven hours ago. It has 617,000 views already. What's the video? Uh, Dragon Quest... 11. Donkey? Or, yeah, 11. We're going to be on that. We're going to be going to, and the train to 700,000, bud. We appreciate you. Oh, he did Goose Game, too. Donkey, we're not watching the Goose Game. I, I've been told I can't watch for spoiler purposes. I need to just go in blind. And I potentially have already seen too much. But Sony laid off people. And that's what I'm talking about. <laughs> The layoffs within Sony Interactive Entertainment Europe's HQ in London happened the same happened the same day that the official announcement of PlayStation 5 went live. European employees had no warning about this, according to VGC, and only found out when the news got out publicly. 
Certain departments were informed by executives from the company's U.S. offices in San Mateo, California, where they were being restructured, including PR and marketing. Some employees were handed their notice, while others were informed they would have to re-interview for their jobs. Layoffs are also said to have hit PlayStation U.S.'s creative services arm, too. VGC reports the globalization efforts have seen, quote, significant number of layoffs across Europe, end quote, within the past year. The growing sense with SIEE, or Sony Interactive Entertainment Europe, according to those that VGC spoke to, is Europe feels frozen out from PS5 efforts and that it'll have a significantly reduced influence during the next hardware generation, which Nate then says seems really interesting for somebody that does Paris Games Week constantly. Yeah. I didn't realize that the different regions basically were autonomous. So, like, they had their own budgets. They sponsored, they um, published and, um, what, not sponsored. What's the fucking word I'm looking for? Um, like, backed their own games separately from each other. So, like, financed? Yeah. There you go. Thank you. Financed. Like finance. I mean, they are backers to their own games. Yeah, but no, they finance their like finance separate games from each other as well. So like, they use Drive Club as an example. Like Drive Club was huge in Europe, and Sony Europe spent marketing money for that. And like, they will pay publishers or pay developers to make games separately from each other. So like, with the restructuring. Now it's all under one house, and Europe's basically getting the short end of the stick, saying, like, we're going to gut you. So. Rip Europe. Rip. Sony. (laughs) Yeah. Sony's making a lot of interesting moves going into the new console generation. It really is. We'll have to see how it plays out. Uh, Future price on the PS5? Thoughts? I know this is a uh, story late, but um, I know we both agree on, I think, the same price. Uh, yeah, I think we both said four ninety nine. We right? both said four ninety nine. Yeah. yeah. I think four ninety nine. yeah. And Dewey called five ninety nine, and I was you like, did. I... Oh, if they make that mistake again, that'd be Ooh, boy. a bold decision. I mean, I can get... I get it. If you look at... If you look at what they're doing, and you can and you understand it the way we do, five ninety nine makes sense, but five ninety nine to everybody else doesn't. Yes. Um... Yeah, I'm I'm curious. And I'm curious if what I'm genuinely curious what the price point's gonna be now knowing everything they released with the custom SSD, the ray tracing. So I, they're using the GPU is a custom GPU and it's the CPU side is well technically it's an APU, but like the CPU is Ryzen based, third gen Ryzen based. The GPU is Navi based. So what AMD has out right now, like Rise their Ryzen processors and their Ryzen and their GPUs is what the basis is for the PS4, right? Five. And yeah, PS5. I'm sorry. And like the the ray tracing features right. don't exist in in their current lineup, which is one of those where it's like you're going to debut something on console. That's weird. Uh, but I also and I said this in our text group too of I could see them doing two price points, doing your 499 price point and doing your 599 price point with like. Double the size SSD and you know stuff like that, where they yeah. they do give you some of those upgraded options. Uh, I think this is going if we're going to truly break down everything. There's a chance to go seventy dollars controllers. Oh yeah, or, the- or seventy dollars games. 
Oh yeah, for sure. One or the other. I don't think they pulled. I don't think they pulled both. Not in the same year. Not in the same launch. I think they would be shooting themselves in the foot if they did this, both. But if they could, uh, if they could market it correctly, which they're shooting themselves in the foot already by their like last six decisions, they could potentially get away with doing seventy on one of them. But they have to explain why. Yeah, and not Sony explain why. Like we believe that yada yada. Like. No, these are truly worth the ten dollar increment over what we've been asking you before. I could see the games. The controller control, controllers have already jumped ten bucks. They have, and I don't think the cost. I'd, I'd be interested to see someone do a cost breakdown on how much it costs to to make one of those controllers. Because there's no way there's sixty dollars worth of components in a controller, right? But now that they're talking about all this other stuff in their new controllers mm-hmm. and all the create like the Joy Cons are eighty dollars. Yeah. Yeah, but the Joy-Cons... Joy-Cons like, have motion. They have a lot more sensors in them. Right. But if you're going to get closer to that, saying 10 bucks less than a Joy-Con isn't necessarily that far-fetched. Yeah. I mean, I guess the average consumer would probably swallow it. I would have a hard time swallowing it, personally, just because... A $10 like, extra controller? Yeah. Cause yeah I think, because I, I, have a, I have a problem swallowing $5 on a color scheme. <laughs> That's true. But if they, if they said, we're just going at 70 blank like 70 is the cost doesn't matter the color schemes or anything like that i'd be like okay i understand a little bit more mm-hmm. but if you tell me 70 and then 75 for the purple one yeah oh sony i'm gonna come a knocking on your door why did i just why was that <laughs> i don't know what dude. was a fucking half irish it, it must have doing? felt right to you okay it's not a big deal <laughs> yeah, but I, I heard I, I had sony in my head and then i did like a weird irish i you know maybe because the whole europe thing i don't know yeah european union woo Short little one, short little update, we'll say. Um, following a survey of 5,000 American aged two, to, two and older. What are you laughing about? It's just the second time your grammar's been super weird. Yeah, I know, right? American aged? American aged what? Americans, I'm sure is what it's yeah, supposed yeah. to be. I like the uh, idea following though, a survey American of... aged. Just We surveyed this aged cheese. Aged it didn't tell cheese. us anything. I'd be down for that. Uh, following a survey of five five thousand Americans who are aged two and older, which is weird. Who's surveying two year olds? You know what I mean? Yeah. Hey, what do you think about Grand Theft Auto? Yes or no? <laughs> the MPD revealed that seventy three percent of that five thousand Americans play video games. Okay, we need to have a conversation, but finish the story before I go into this. No, you can go ahead. You're interviewing or surveying. Yes. Two-year-olds asking them if they play video games. I have questions about this. We actually got one of these surveys. I don't know if you've ever. We died. I didn't. We didn't fill it. Send that back in time, though. We got one of the surveys, I, like myself, Mail? and yeah. Okay. So here's the thing. What numerous things, right? Is it that, and it's the parents filling it out and saying yes, my two-year-old plays games. I don't want to think that. I want to think they handed it to the two-year-old and <laughs> said, "Tommy, X here if you play video games. X here if you don't." And the two-year-old looked at the marker, drew on its own face, and then just was like, huh, and, <laughs> and just moved on. I think I think what I think there's just an issue with the way that they do surveys because they have you fill out the survey for your household. Right. That's what I mean. Like yeah. hand it to the child. So let the child <laughs> scribble on it and then send it back in. If they can interpret that that is a him playing a video game, by all means. And also, what do they mean by playing a video game? Do you get handed mommy's phone? 
and then just tap around for a while, and they're like, hey, look at that, he's playing games. Like, what, what do we mean here? There's a lot to be digested. Listen, a two-year-old could probably play Fortnite better than I can. Listen, that's probably true. But you also dominated in the one Fortnite game that I had you in because Todd and I both died and you pulled off like three kills. So let's just not that sell a, yourself. That was a fluke. But that, <laughs> hey, one for one, is it really a fluke? Or are you just 100% of the time on? Well, we still lost. That's not what I'm talking about. <laughs> I'm talking about an instance, not the overall moment. Okay. All right. A battle. You didn't die first. That's true. We died first because we got super greedy. And then you still... Killed three people. It was luck. Skill, Matthew. Let my arrogance go through you. Um, Continue, though. There was more numbers. I don't know if they're important. Up 6% over last year. Okay, which, yeah. yeah. It's up 6%. Let's say it's up 6%. So you're telling me it's, it's 67% all... last year? I guess. Um, video I watched, games. I just picture a baby just... With blue hair and a bandana on. That's what we see now. Baby Ninja. Uh, Video games. Video gaming accounts for around 70% of consumers' entertainment time and 11% of their total spend. Spend. Who who wrote this? I don't know. But see, this is, is, once again, goes back to the problems I have where Max is going to try to jump on the table. Hope we don't have anything open. It's, It's an inherent problem. With the way the survey is done, right? Yes. You're going to tell me. First, you're going to lead the survey with. Are you going to go up there? All right. You have fun up there. Uh, you're going to tell you lead the survey with a bunch of two-year-olds. Now, it says age two and older. Is there a cap? You know what I mean? Like, is there a cap on yeah. the age two or older? Or are we saying, like, listen, you can't vote unless you're two. You got to be two or older to vote in this survey. Now, if I like the idea, I'm going to ignore the older part. We're only surveying two-year-olds. Okay. For the joke, we're only surveying two-year-olds. Okay. 73% two-year-olds play video games. Believable. Yeah. Based on all my jokes beforehand. But let's reveal the part that video gaming accounts for 17% of that two-year-old's entertainment time. How do you... What what are they doing? the other 83%? Sesame Street. That's a lot of Sesame Street. Maybe Maybe. Dora the Explorer? I don't know what else is still on. Maybe. I don't know. Do, Do you watch SpongeBob when you're two? When I was two, no, I don't think I. I think it came out after I was past that age. Okay, so what about like, I don't know, Mad Money, Mr. Rogers' Neighborhood? Maybe they're Mad watching. <laughs> maybe they're watching Mad Money, Seinfeld. These two year olds are advanced. That's all I'm saying. Because they're watching the other, Ninja, obviously. Yeah, and they're learning how to play Fortnite better. And Matt, all right, never mind. I didn't mean to call you out. I was going to yell Max because I wasn't sure if he was about to start coughing something, which would have been my Game Boy Advance onto the ground, baby boy. Anyway, uh, the other part is the end of this, where it's two-year-olds have 11% of their total spent on entertainment. Two-year-olds are spending 11% of their money on entertainment? Yeah, man, those allowances are getting out of control. How much, how deep has this microtransaction-infested world gone that two-year-olds are spending 11% of their money on loot boxes and surprise mechanics, Matthew. We EA all know has they, won. We all know they love surprise mechanics. You play peekaboo with a two-year-old all day. It's the freest surprise mechanic, but when you actually give them something they get out of it, even better. You give them back their nose, it's the same thing. <laughs> that's, why they're so, that's why they like microtransactions so much. There's nothing, there's nothing worse than a two-year-old that does this all the time. Ooh, piece of candy. Ooh, shiny. Ooh, shiny. Ooh, another piece of candy. I'm done talking about two-year-olds. Number seven. 
id software announced that doom eternal the best two-year-old game you can find <laughs> the first person shooter sequel that shows the traditionally hellbound franchise's alternative afterlife has been pushed back to a march 20 release date the studio said in a statement quote Throughout the development of Doom Eternal, our goal has been to deliver a game that exceeds your greatest expectations across the board. To make sure we're delivering the best experience for Doom Eternal to live up to our standards of speed and polish, we've made the decision to extend our launch date by a few months to March 20, 2020. We know many fans will be disappointed by this delay, but we are confident that Doom Eternal will deliver a gaming experience that is worth the wait. End quote. Disappointment, because that was on the list of things I was looking forward to. Uh, but disappointment, especially because of their date choice. What happens on March 20th? There's a, just a lot of stuff in this spring window. Yeah, most of it's February, though, right? I mean, Cyberpunk's April. Like, there's there's other things hovering that I... It's yeah. terrible now that I'm saying there's other things hovering around, and I don't remember the name of them. But I know there were a lot of things hovering because it's end of fiscal year joke mm-hmm. where everybody just starts slamming yep. in the end of their days but you're gonna drop it then and i'm there's a chance i'm just gonna be like once again i'm gonna do the same thing i did with doom 2016 where two years later i play it and i go holy shit this game's good still haven't played but it I but i didn't play it one still haven't played Doom. so good yeah well i say that about a lot of games that you shit on so god half-life sucks We'll get you. We'll get you one of these days. <laughs> I can't wait. I can't wait for the day that we do that. It's the same day that we're going to do the fucking KFC chicken bowl stream. Mm. Niantic. That's what we should do. What? Sorry. Never mind. We should do that, but it should just be like KFC stream day. And we should have the KFC chicken bowl, which is us just commenting over. If you ever watch my boy, Brown Man, Ray Narvaez Jr. on Twitch, when he does the NCAA tournaments where he just lets the CPU play and just plays color commentator, <laughs> we do that, except it is 100% sponsored by KFC, whether they want it or not. And then we wrap up the day by playing a dating simulator in which we try to sleep with Colonel Sanders and have a dog teach us called Sprinkles. That sounds like a normal day in my life. And then we fight a spaghetti monster. <laughs> this just gets better and better. With no shirts on. <laughs> <laughs> oh, we'd get banned for Twitch for that. Uh, Niantic has announced a new program for users to assist with the placement of its location-based in-game events and hubs called Niantic Wayfarer. The program, as explained in a video shared by Niantic, allows users to give detailed ratings to potential new in-game event locations such as Ingress Portals or Pokemon Go, Pokestops, and Gyms. Users can rank the overall viability of a spot before approving details such as names, in-game descriptions, historical or cultural significance, accuracy of location, accessibility, and safety. These rankings and reviews will be used by Niantic to determine whether or not to place the proposed marker in its games. Wayfarer is an improved version of Niantic's old location ranking process called Operation Portal Recon, with the new Wayfarer website entirely replacing the homepage for the older program. So seeing how you know where I live. You need to get in on that so you can get some. I can get a 100% rating because I'll probably be the only one to see it. <laughs> so how does that go? That just mean I get it? Do I have a minimum <clears throat> review that I need to get? Do I need to tell spoofers? Like, hey, show up and just say yes? Like, There's a ton of details that you could all look up on on the Wayfair program. God so damn it, man. I wanted answers. Listen, I didn't look into it too deeply because. And here's the other problem. Just fix your, fucking, fix your fucking spawns. 
You bastards. Here's the worst part, right? There's You're not co- the only person uh, for listen, having that problem. I'm well aware I'm not the only person having the problem, which is part of the problem. I'm not alone, Matthew. There are many of us. We are an army. We are, <laughs> we are many. <laughs> yeah, we are. What is that even from? Oh, I don't know. I mean, that was an anonymous thing for a while. Yeah, anonymous, we are many, but there's something else that we are a name. There's a we it's are. a game. Uh, no, we not, are... not we are millions. Or we... Oh. Not that. Uh, it's. It's like a, we are, Sentinel. No, <clears throat> I feel like there's a. We are Legion. Yes, we are Legion. That's what I was thinking of. Now I forget what that's from, but that's exactly what I was thinking of. I mean, there's it's it's in Mass Effect, but that's not what you're thinking. No, of. that's hundred percent what I'm thinking of. <laughs> Another game I can poo poo that I've never played. <laughs> Matt has a heart attack. Uh, yeah, anyway, the new spawn thing is interesting. I mean, I, it, it's better that they're fixing a, a new way to do it. Yeah. It seems like it's more streamlined as well. I'm just going to fucking break everything right now. Which is, I see that. You're just, things are just falling apart around you. I know. I'm a terrible, I'm a terrible podcaster. I know you want to get a new uh, mic stand, but you know, you don't need to get an excuse like breaking it. Just get a new one if you want a new one. Yeah, it's like well, the problem was breaking one of these. I should take the other one out of the box. I have to break that one too. <laughs> then you're gonna be you're gonna walk in and be like, "Why'd you break six mic stands? <laughs> we didn't even have six. Why'd you go buy two more and break them? You could just bought the other." Number nine, Mike Barra. Hopefully, Mike Yabara or Barra or Ibarra, corporate vice president at Xbox, has announced that he will be leaving Microsoft after a near twenty year tenure. That guy announced his departure on Twitter yesterday. Quote, after 20 years at Microsoft, it's time for my next adventure. It's been a great ride at Xbox, and the future is bright. Thanks to everyone at Team Xbox, I'm incredibly proud of what we've accomplished, and I wish you the best. More soon on what's next for me. I'm super excited. End quote. Interesting. Good for him. But I'm pretty sure... It's not Phil Spencer leaving. So I think we're all right. He's next. Oh, shit. Phil Spencer teams up. <laughs> Phil Spencer, Reggie fils and Sean Layden back again from their Game Award. <laughs> from their Game Award. With Awards their powers stage, combined. They will form Google Stadia. Stadia. Project Stadia, comrade. Do you not like my games? <laughs> I sell you many games. No consoles. You just stream them. No? Why are you not interested? I have polar bear. <laughs> Jesus Christ. Don't let me keep doing this. <laughs> Mixer Mixer co-founder Matt <laughs> Salsa Mendy. <laughs> okay. Matt might have my favorite last name now. Listen, Matt I love Salsa Mendy. I, I love my last name. But there is nothing like me walking through the office and just being like, Salsa! Hey, what's going on? And me uh, just double gunning him the entire time. Uh, Mixer co-founder Matt Salsamendi. <laughs> I, <didn't, laughs> I don't know. Is that how you say that? Like It is now. Uh, has announced he is departing Microsoft just one week after his fellow co-founder, James Bohm. You bastard. Uh, Follow this man's career. <laughs> Somebody let me know where he goes. It gets better. Oh, I can't wait. In a Twitter post, Salsamendi reflected on the history of Mixer, which came about as a live streaming project called Beam. 
Uh, blah, blah, blah. Microsoft acquired the company in 2016, renamed it in 2017. Don't care. Salsabendi added that his next project will involve pursuing his passion for running lighting for EDM festivals and tours. I'm so disappointed. I was hoping that he was going to be an EDM DJ or EDM uh, producer. I mean, it's still like it's random and awesome. Right. It's super random for him to just leave Mixer and go, I'm just going to do lighting. <laughs> do lighting at EDM. I'm going I'm, I'm to do lighting at fire festival like it would <laughs> there i i would just love to see him play like you imagine the the pictures and like light shows you could get for salsa mendy dude what a name what salsa a name. mendy i can't wait to watch one of your light shows sir just have to see like we're gonna have to like follow his like linkedin page or something and see what what shows he's doing yeah like when he goes and does ultra music or something and he's doing the ultra festival and i'm like but if he goes and straight to ultra good for him <laughs> i mean how much competition is there for edm lighting i don't know i don't know probably a I, lot yeah, probably I a, lot. a lot yeah because the same i assume it's the same as concert lighting but more uh, hardcore like more hard like probably more specialized yeah and you know everybody wants in on the edm money is there EDM money? I just never know. I feel like there because there are all these giant festivals. I mean, yeah, Fire Festival is the joke that doesn't actually happen. But like, I wonder how much those tickets are. Ultra, Ibiza, and I wonder Ibiza, whatever Ibiza. For which one? Ultra? Yeah, like how much Ultra tickets are. One of the guys I work with went down one. Uh, I think he goes on every year, actually. Anyway, number 11. Ubisoft is continuing its foray into animated television with several new shows, including a tamed Watchdog's Tale and a franchise built around Far Cry 3 Blood Dragon. The Watch Dogs series is described as a toned-down version of Ubisoft's popular game franchise about hackers. Matt is giving me eyes, and I'm going to ignore him for right now. The series is aimed at tweens. Oh, God. According to The Hollywood Reporter, it's unclear where the show will take place, but the Watch Dogs gaming franchise has brought players to Chicago, San Francisco, and London. Concept art for the show... Well, we haven't gone to London yet, but we're going there. Concept art for the show... Wait, is that out next year? Anyway, sorry. Confusing myself. Concept art for the show shows a middle school aged girl with a cybernetic version of herself reflected on the floor below. Ubisoft's other interesting series in the pipeline is Captain Laserhawk. <laughs> oh, Salsa Mendy, you'd be great. <laughs> Captain Laserhawk, a blood dragon vibe. Castlevania producer Adi Shankar will oversee the project, which is based on Blood Dragon. As with Watchdogs, Ubisoft has not or hasn't made much information available yet, but concept art for the series showcases a neon line 1980s inspired aesthetic that stays true to the game's vibe. Uh, that all being said, tweens is the wrong category because no tweens have played any of your games. Yep. All right. Uh, slight sidetrack. What are my ultra tickets going to run me? $300? Tier three for a three day ticket. What's tier three? Is that higher? Level? I don't know. Okay. <laughs> uh, it's the cheapest one available. Okay, if, then I'm going to assume it's it's your bottom bitch. Four hundred dollars. Oh, it's off by hundred dollars. And then tier four is four fifty. Where's tier two and one? And then if you want a VIP three day pass, which the other ones are three day passes as well. What does the VIP include? Does it say? I I'll look. Only, um, only if you can find it quick. I mean, I don't want to. I don't want to make this all for music podcast, but I'll do it. <laughs> VIP tier three is. $1,500. Wait, wait, wasn't there a VIP tier 5? Weren't you on tier 5? No. Nope. Oh. It just says VIP tier 3. 
was fifteen hundred dollars. Yep, fifteen hundred. That's and not even counting flight and hotel and alcohol. It's just <laughs> the three major food groups. So VIP, you must be twenty one and older for VIP. So I'm assuming there's some sort of alcohol involved. And you probably have access to like VIP stage parties areas. and stuff. Yeah. yeah, that's insane. That's insane. Here's the problem with me ever going to Ultra. There's all there's we do need some Ultra money. Holy shit! Well, here's the thing. Couple things. One, we need Ultra money. Two. We would make a, a trip of it, obviously. But then three, here's the problem with us at Ultra, or at least with me, right? I'm not going to be in that giant crowd. I'm going to be the guy near the back yeah, that's just enjoying the people watching and just every now and then just going, yeah. Right away, my issue with the, with Ultra is right away, I look at that ticket price, $400. I'm like, man, there is so much other things I'd go do for $400. Well, yeah. I mean, I'm saying if we forego... That's, that's Formula One ticket prices right there. Well, we just go to Montreal. That's what I'm saying. Like, is it going to cost $400 for one ticket? Yeah, they do the same thing. It's like a three-day thing. You know, you, you oh, get in for you can practice, get for the practice race. and stuff like that, too. And that's like... I still want to do that at some point. pass and stuff, too. I do want to do that at some point. Just yeah, go to Montreal for a race? Hell yeah. That would be really cool. There's no good, but no better reason to go to Montreal. Yeah. yeah, go up there, watch them hit some groundhogs or some squirrels every year. They kill animals at the race. <laughs> it's crazy. <laughs> <laughs> Anyways, on to everyone's favorite topic: politics. There used to be six gophers here. Now it's a ghost town. There's your Call of Duty Four Modern Warfare entrance right there. Fifty thousand people used to live here. Now it's a ghost town. Um, what time are we at? How much time we have? <laughs> We're almost to an hour and ten. All right, we're gonna. I'll condense. Do you want to take? Do you want to take Hong Kong? You want Hong Kong? Fui? No, I'll take the one before it. Oh Jesus! Okay, I was gonna condense it and just do a quick little thing. I'll take the one before it because I'm gonna say more about the second one. Okay, and it'll be better for me not to interrupt myself. Oh, politics have spilled over into gaming and president. <laughs> <laughs> I just slash streaming. If I, I just like read it like that the entire time of just like disappointment. <laughs> I'm not angry. I'm just disappointed. President Donald Trump has joined Amazon's popular video live streaming site, Twitch, in an apparent move to bolster his 2020 presidential re-election campaign. Trump, who has a verified account on the platform and almost 40,000 followers as of the time of writing, made his Twitch debut by live streaming his Thursday rally in Minneapolis, Minnesota. On his official page are also links taking viewers to the Trump campaign's website and online store, and one button reminding supporters to donate. The president is following in the footsteps of political rival rival Senator Bernie Sanders, who is running for the Democratic presidential nomination. And my tablet is freaking out. Uh, And who also has a verified Twitch account and 88,000 followers. Democratic Congresswoman Alexandria Ocasio-Cortez right? Yes. Thank you. Nailed it. Uh, also made a sun, uh, surprise appearance on the platform in January during a live stream of an online video game fundraiser. I do remember that story. Yeah. Uh, so I don't know if that's legal, but uh, I'm not here to discuss legality. Dude, is anything, I mean, we're getting into the weeds on here, but is but, anything that that man does legal? Well, no, but <laughs> uh, that goes back to the, like, remember how they were even at over the Twitter account thing? They're like, you can't do it from your personal. You know, it has to be from the... I know he does from his personal one. Yeah. But there was, like, the personal one. There were, then there was the presidential one. Yeah. So do they try POTUS to do it like a, uh, a POTUS 
mm-hmm. Twitch well, account type of thing. Like, I think in this case, because it's for campaigning, it's it's right, but it can't be. You know, it's the same. I'm assuming it starts falling under like Super PAC rules, where it can't be him. It has to just be a. It has to be somebody that's technically. Like packs are horribly corrupt and garbage anyway, but yeah. you know they have to be the separate people. They can't you know directly benefit. Yeah, yeah I get what you're saying. It, yeah, I think it falls under the same campaign funding rules that everything else would, but I'm not positive mm-hmm. because the president's I don't think, streaming on Twitch. Well, that, I don't know. That's too. I don't think anyone knows because it's Twitch. Like, who would have suspected? Like, who would have thought? You know, like I mean, honestly, have, somebody should have thought. Yeah, someone should have, but you know, we are all naive and. Think. First time for everything. Yeah. Right? Last Hong time. Kong! Also a last time for everything. I mean, if we're being honest, we could just stop now. Hong Kong. Fellow kids. Where do we begin? Fellow kids, you want to learn and want to watch me stream on Twitch? Between the NBA and Blizzard, there's a lot to talk about. We're not going to talk about the NBA, though. We're not? No. Okay, real quick. Synopsis of the NBA. Uh, Money. Houston Rockets. Owner. No, not owner. Houston Rockets GM. Uh, sided with the people of Hong Kong in their liberation. Hong Kong or China said, fuck you. Uh, the Rockets owner threw him under the bus and said he shouldn't have said that. Adam Silver basically defended him, though it seems as a weak stance from some people, saying that he is allowing his people to be able to say whatever they want. But also, fun fact of the NBA, I don't know if you have it in here as I'm skimming through things. They also have stopped taking media questions and are no longer available for media while they're on the rest of their tour in China. Suck it. Um, this is going to be a very, very, not brief, but... Uh, less detailed I'm overview. Make it fucking brief, because <laughs> if we went into every little detail that happened with this and Blizzard, and we'd be here for another three hours. So, <clears throat> um, last Sunday, Blitz Chung, whose real name is I can't pronounce, appeared on a Twitch broadcast after playing in a Hearthstone tournament. Blitz Chung ended his remarks by reciting the popular Hong Kong protest slogan: "Liberate Hong Kong, Revolution of Our Times." Uh, for his actions, Blitz Chung, who lives in Hong Kong, was handed a one-year ban from Blizzard's tournaments. The company also rescinded his 2019 winnings, said to be about $10,000. Uh, Nathan, is that admirable or... Admirable. Admirable. Um, Zamora. Nathan Admirable Zamora, a commentator for the Hearthstone Grandmasters Tournament, announced Thursday that he was stepping down from his role as a caster on the Hearthstone broadcast team. Zamora said in a tweet, quote, In Hearthstone, good strategic play involves making the right choice, even if that choice will sometimes cost you. You think about the range of possibilities from the other side. With the hand you're dealt, you make the best choice you can, even if the foreseeable outcome hurts. That doesn't mean you should make wrong choice, make worse choices. It means do the right thing, even if you pay the price. End quote. Zamora is the second esports caster to step down from his position. Brian Kibler also announced his departure, saying he quote will not be a smiling face on camera that tactfully endorses the decision. Uh, end quote. In another act of solidarity with Blitz Chung, a user claiming to be a Blizzard employee posted a photo to Reddit showing people holding umbrellas, a reference to 2014's Hong Kong umbrella movement as they congregated around an orc statue on the campus at Blizzard's headquarters in California. Over the past week, gaming fans have found creative ways to show their support for Blitz Chung in Hong Kong. Some have created pro-Hong Kong fan art of May. Is it May or me? May. May. Which is hysterical. A Chinese character in the Blizzard game Overwatch in an attempt to have Blizzard ban the game in China. Uh, 
because China will not take any memes and will force them to be changed. So either they're just the internet's like, cool. You want to say this? Watch yeah. this fucker. Yeah, that's a good move. It was a solid move. I like it because it's not. It's just it's the it's the perfect passive aggressive, but passive aggressive like <laughs> take that. Yeah. Um. And a look at the official Hearthstone Twitch stream shows users have been spamming a ping pong paddle in the chat box, accompanied by the sentence, spam this pong to free Hong Kong. Uh, gamers aren't the only so, ones. So, uh, on the Twitch thing, yeah, uh, there was a clip of that happening, and I was like, holy shit, this is funny as hell. But during their collegiate yeah, there was Hearthstone a whole tournament, collegiate thing. Uh, one of the teams held up a free Hong Kong sign on their webcam, and it like once Blizzard saw it, it takes like five seconds or so and they cut away and never showed back. Mm-hmm. But uh, they, there was something about how they had won or something like that. And the players are like, Nope. Yeah. No, we so didn't. we aren't being a part of this. So they did it. They released a statement afterwards saying that they did it. Um, they had assumed that they would have gotten a, at least a temporary ban. Right. But they didn't get any repercussions ah, that's at all. Right. It was hypocrisy. Yep. And that. so they were like, it just shows how like uh, how much like how much hypocrisy Blizzard has for not enforcing for allowing free speech in America, but not in regions where the governments are, you know, blah 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 blah. And uh they are forfeiting all of their matches. They're basically just yeah. like we're out. So And I was like, you know what? Good on you, college yeah, kids. Good on you. You damn kids. You damn kids and your fucking logic. Uh, where was I? Um, Gamers aren't the only ones. U.S. Senator Marco Rubio of, uh, is that Florida? Yep. And um, Ron Wyden of Oregon tweeted statements denouncing Blizzard's actions, saying it had given in to capital influence from China. Um, as we reported earlier this week. No, we didn't. I That's an issue. Um, Tencent's holdings as a, actually, we did talk about this earlier this week. Last week, I should say. Uh, Chinese conglomerate owns 5% stake in Blizzard's parent company. So that's why Blizzard five, is 5%, and that's what we're freaking out about. I don't get it. I don't get it either. I, wonder... I mean, I could, I could go on rants right now, and I really want to. I'm really tempted to just shit on Blizzard's fucking grave. Because I, I was... This very mel- this This might be the nail in the coffin that, like... I don't want you know what I mean that permanently puts Blizzard in EA territory. EA territory. So yeah. here's here's the the glorious memes that have gone around Reddit, right? EA being like, "You guys hear anything anymore?" No, that's really weird. Silence. And all the protesters are just now outside Blizzard. But here's the other problem. What the fuck are you doing? You're gonna make a bullshit statement like this, which guess what? It's the fucking internet age. You're going to get hurt. Yeah. Financially, which is what encouraged you to make the decision to begin with. And when the rest of the, the rest of the world agrees with what the guy said, you're fucked. Yeah. I have now uninstalled everything that isn't WoW, and my WoW subscription is currently canceled. But I had, when I had started playing it paid for the six month one, so I still have time for that yeah. long. But there's a solid chance that I'm done after that. And that fucking sucks. But this is unreal to me. And I, well, not even unreal, because as we talked about earlier, it's a corporation and they're making the, in theory, best vested interest in their financials. But at a certain point, 
you have to, as an ethics and your fucking conscience, understand that you're going to actually make more money if you had probably agreed with him. Yeah. Uh, I'm I'm genuinely or said curious. Fucking nothing. I'm genuinely curious to see what happens because that it seems like people are taking this seriously and voting with their wallet. Right. So it'll be interesting to see if the hit, if there is a hit, and if the hit is big enough for Blizzard to rethink their position. So there's also a way to delete your Blizzard accounts, like delete, like scrub yeah. out your Blizzard accounts. Delete Blizzard account. Google traffic, zero 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 one hundred on trends. It just whoop, spiked right up. Didn't they remove the? They also removed like all five ways to verify how to delete your account because you had to go in and you have to do verification, you mm. know, emails or whatever. Apparently, they at one point deleted like all five ways that just they weren't wor- they weren't working uh, in order to delete your accounts and shit. So it's like, okay, we have a problem. Okay, we have a giant fucking problem. Well, we're just going to double down, and we're just going to keep going. Mm-hmm. Like, what What needs to happen for you to realize you made a colossal fucking mistake? Oh, here's your problem. Three Blizz- BlizzCon's in three weeks. <laughs> you made this fucking decision a month from BlizzCon, which should have been a glorious celebration and a redemption story from last year in which we all joke about fucking phones and bad timed April Fool's jokes. Well, guess what, bitch? You better not have any, a single Q&A session during any of these BlitzCon streams. It'll be great, like, if everyone that normally cosplays just showed up in, like, the Hong Kong, like, uniform, essentially. Show up with wearing the- Hong Kong flags. Wave them around during the opening ceremony, which is publicly streamed and doesn't require a virtual ticket. See how fast they fucking kick all of you out. Because I would love to watch them crash and burn over this. They were at one point on my tier of I don't want to ever lose them. But at this point, they fucking deserve to be gone. Like this this is a minor thing, technically. Like it's it's a big overarching thing for mm-hmm. what it could potentially mean going forward. And it's just a singular incident. But but this it's a incident fucking giant. It's one of those like watershed moments where it's like it's the straw that broke the camel's back. Yeah, we all like the company. It's not, it's like, not even the it's not even the straw that broke the camel. It's the first straw that went on the camel's back for the most part, right? Like, yeah. there's obviously other problems that are happening. We all saw it with a Diablo Immortal. So really, I guess Diablo Immortal is the first straw, and then this one is the second straw. Except that it's a hay bale. <laughs> And everybody on the internet goes, oh, we fucking know where this leads, and no fucking way is this happening. And is now just pissing in Blizzard's cereal, their coffee, anything else they can potentially digest, pissing in it. And I think it's even funnier that the fucking people working at Blizzard are also agreeing, like, what the fuck are we doing? Yeah. The umbrella thing. Uh, Blizzard has staged every... the walkout. They staged the walkout. I think Blizzard also has a, a stone... That I believe says every voice matters or something like that. People were now covering that up in like on the sidewalk and stuff. Like clearly you don't fucking believe that. And just all this stuff. And you're like, what the fuck are you doing? BlizzCon should have been great. It should have been easy to announce Diablo 4 while still hushing Immortal, while still making fun of yourself for having phone jokes and yada yada. Instead, now you're going to get every question, even if it is answered, like, hey, so uh, I see Diablo 4 here, and I was curious about um, 
what we're going to be looking at in terms of like end game content, by the way, free Hong Kong. And like <laughs> that will happen constantly. Or people, you know, I just have a line of people that just say free Hong Kong and then just double middle finger the whoever the dev is on stage and sit down, which would all of this would be hysterical to me in the sense that you fucking deserve it. You asked for it, Blizzard. The devs on stage might agree exactly with the person asking it, but I don't know if they'll necessarily like go into it. Like, yeah, they, you know, they won't. I mean, like the bolder thing would be for one of the devs to come out wearing Hong Kong supportive shit and just go, "Fucking, I'm risking it." Yeah, but there's a whole, you know, the hay bale, whatever metaphor you want to use, where uh, the the fucking third strike has gotten thrown, but we were in a zero zero count, like. You're out. You're you're done. You're really going to have to struggle to redeem yourself from this. And I don't know if they can. That would be... Because the fact that they took as long as they have to say what? That, they're, that the ban and stuff like that was yeah, they, not... Like an hour or two before we recorded this, they came out with a response. And it was basically the... The short of it was that they... They claim they banned, um, they banned him not for his support of Hong Kong, but because he broke some tournament one of their rules. Essentially, that's you know he they, he wasn't focusing on the game in the tournament. He had brought in outside issues, and it was like really that's what we're going with. But even then. You're not going to ban the guys that held up the sign for the, which are the exact same situation. Yeah. As far as I'm concerned, once again, focusing on something that's not the game, and yada yada, like that's hypocrisy to the nth degree and pretty. And fucking it, it kind clear. of doubles down. That too also is like, okay, so you're you are saying that you aren't a fan of like free speech and rights and stuff. Like they can't, people aren't allowed to talk about other things other than your game is what you're saying, right? Which there are certain things to be said about that too, like. I can understand if it was not the current situation and it was just like, uh, you know, what do you want to say? What if he had just said, I love purple ice cream? Would you have stripped him of his winnings, banned him for a year? Or if he was like, you know, go Yankees. Yeah. (laughs) You should have done the exact same thing then. Yeah. So now I just want either people to continue to do the Hong Kong thing, which I still want that. I want that to continue to permeate everywhere. But I also want somebody on the next Hearthstone stream to just, while they're being interviewed, be like, go Yankees. (laughs) And just see. See Start fucking testing shit. Mm -hmm. Dare them. Look how big Magic the Arena is getting. Run with it. Dare these people. It'll be so funny to me. Anyway, I don't want to keep going. I'm going to say one more thing, though. One more thing. <laughs> I'm going to let you finish. It it actually infuriated me. On Was it Tuesday, I think, is when I saw all this stuff? I assume so. I think so. Because that, that was right. the, like, you know. Because I remember feeling okay on Monday. And then Tuesday at work, I'm reading through some stuff. Yeah, I think that's when the, you got into the group chat. And, was like, and I'm just something. like, are you fucking kidding me? Because this this story and all the things I've said about it now was on top of somebody claiming that he had uh, unmatched wisdom. You can figure out who the fuck that is. Those things all together, the, the 
I, I don't want to get completely political, but the removal of certain people from certain places and then the immediate bombing of those certain people. There there was a like microcosm of things and I just fucking lost it. It was like a day that like I probably will say like the early half of this week was just just like an example after example of a, after example of people just being shitty human beings. Yeah. It's it's the thing where uh this isn't a direct correlation, but it's the joke uh Tosh has told before. He's like we have an this is I think year a few years ago, but he's like, We have an unemployment rate of six percent. I don't see that that as a problem. What blows my mind is you're telling me ninety four percent of you fucks have jobs? <laughs> Who the fuck is hiring you? At least fifteen percent of you are useless shits. Now that's just speaking to the US. But the world and humans as a whole are garbage people. At their core, there are closer to like three percent of humans that are lawful good. Lawful good, <laughs> like if you're doing a D and D scale, yeah, they're lawful good. They're truly good. They, you know, they won't do anything bad. They are good, but the majority of humans are terrible people. And like you said, the beginning of this week was just one story after another of terribleness, and I fucking had it on Tuesday afternoon. And it ruined me opening that box downstairs for me. Yeah. I had it's pre- such terrible timing. It, and you're not the only person either. Like, there was so many. That, I had pre-ordered the World of Warcraft Classic Collector's Edition in March, or May, or whatever, March, April, somewhere. Somewhere in the spring when it randomly showed up on a, uh, available on a Best Buy site. I was like, I'm going to lock this in because I really want this. Knew it was showing up in the fall. Whatever. Get the notification delivered. See the news. I haven't opened it. It's just sitting downstairs because I just I just don't have any joy to open it. I'm not. Yeah, I'm just like been kind of ruined a little bit. So it's just down there until at some point I'm like, all right, I got to move the box or whatever. And then even then I might not pull it out because I'm just gonna be like, whatever. It's just fucking there. Also, I mean the suit the. You know, the cop-out answer is I can't fit it on the shelf currently. But <laughs> it's just like I just don't I, – I also just don't care. Like you – they put such a sour taste in my mouth to open what was a gift to me that I was excited for. Like, fuck off. Also, kind of funny, did a great thing. I don't know if you saw that I, one. I did. They're normally, like... normally we jokingly shit on kind of funny for a while. There's certain there's certain things that are always funny about that to us. But – they put up their unboxing video of the same box that I have, the WoW Collector's Classic Edition, or WoW Classic Collector's Edition. Dyslexia is a thing. They put up their video of it, and uh, it's on their table that they use for all their shows, uh, the box and all its glory. Uh, And then they uh, turn it around to begin to open it, and the back just says Free Hong Kong. Uh, And then I think there's a, a link or a number that's attached to it for... Uh, donations to whatever mm-hmm. and then it's just that for five minutes and then the video ends and i just went fucking yeah hell yeah good move good fucking move i like that solid everybody agreed to just shit on blizzard fuck them solid tactic they fucking deserve it my bnet tag tonight is gonna be free hong kong and i'm gonna <laughs> see how long it takes <laughs> i'm gonna risk it what do i care <laughs> 
I mean, there's probably a good amount of people have already that have are currently doing similar. Or things, I'll just so. make like FHK and just dare people. Liberate Orgrimmar. <laughs> anyway, let's uh, calm me down and let's talk about some deals because I do have a deal I need to tell you about. I have two deals actually I want to tell you about. Three deals technically, but two two platforms. Currently on Switch until the 13th. So you got two days. You got one day. One day and a half. The game Bastion and the game Transistor are on sale at 80% off in the store at $3.99 each. Dope. Bastion is a great game and worth like $20. So $3.99, you should go get it. Transistor is also a really good game. I only played like three hours of it because it just wasn't for me. But I know people love that soundtrack. And it is made by the same people that made Bastion, just with different combat mechanics and stuff. And it's very pretty. So for $4, I also don't think you're hurting yourself. <laughs> those are all I'm saying about those. But the other deal, speaking of dollar amounts, this one costs you 12 bucks. It's a monthly thing if you wanted it to be, or you can just buy one month at a time. But it comes from our people at Humble Bundle. The Humble Bundle Month, the Humble Bundle Bundle of the Month for November will include at least these three games. COD, Call of Duty, World War II, Spyro Trilogy, and the Crash Trilogy. That's solid. And more. That's solid. For, when they come out on November 1st. For 12 doll hairs. For 12 doll hairs. It's a good deal for one of those games. For you are now one, two, three, six, seven games technically at twelve dollars, and more still to come into that deal. Wow, quite a fucking deal. If I do say so myself. Wow, we here hit the gamers too. I do say that's a good deal. Get me out of this fucking. <laughs> Get me out of this episode because I don't know how to end it because I'm just angry. Well. uh... Hopefully next week will be better. That's it. Hold up. What was that? Boring. No flavor. That was as bad as those leftovers you ate all week. Kiki Palmer here. And it's time to say hello to something fresh and guilt-free. Hello, fresh. Jazz up dinner with pecan-crusted chicken or garlic-butter shrimp scampi. Now that's music to my mouth. Hello, Fresh. Let's get this dinner party started. Discover all the delicious possibilities at HelloFresh.com. Hi, I'm Daniel, founder of Pretty Litter. Cats and cat owners deserve better than any old-fashioned litter. That's why I teamed up with scientists and veterinarians to create Pretty Litter. Its innovative crystal formula has superior odor control and weighs up to 80% less than clay litter. Pretty Litter even monitors health by changing colors to help detect early signs of potential illness. It's the world's smartest kitty litter. Go to prettylitter.com and use code ACAST for 20% off your first order and a free cat toy. Terms and conditions apply. See site for details.